Hey guys, welcome to El Vegan. I'm El, and this is going to be a <laughs> wrap-up of sorts. Um, so, at least for this current topic, I guess. And also a wrap-up of my last semester in school. So, <laughs> what I've learned. Well, I... As I'm sure y'all know, I've been a vegan since January 1st of this year. And I've learned a lot while <laughs> going through this lifestyle. The first thing that I learned is that it's not a perfect science. While, yes, the perfect science is don't consume any animal products, um, don't use any animal products, um, it is a lot harder than that. So, the not eating animal products, that's pretty cut and dry. Don't eat meat, don't drink milk, don't eat eggs. But, oh, and also don't consume honey. But what about dyes? That's a big thing I learned while um, <laughs> one of my cats is eating. I'm sorry if you hear crunching. Even though something can be organic, it can still have dyes in it that aren't considered vegan. So that would be like carmine. Uh, there are some orange dyes that come from animals. Uh, a lot of red dyes that come from animals. And that is something I honestly didn't think to look at um, during this whole process. Uh, I, <clears throat> looking for eggs and dairy and something is difficult enough. Sometimes they don't always say um, that milk or eggs is in a product unless you, like, you know, in the, in the label that says contains down at the bottom, usually in bold. Uh, sometimes it's, you have to go through a huge list of ingredients and even then the product may not say exactly milk or eggs. Sometimes, like I said, it might be carmine, uh, it might be um, honey which you don't think maybe to look at. At least, you know, for the first few months I didn't think to look for honey. Um, and so, yeah, uh, it's not a perfect science. I didn't throw away all of my non-vegan and cruelty-free products. When I started this, I wanted to use up all of my stuff and then uh, slowly replace them with cruelty-free products. And so there's still a lot of things that I use that are made out of leather or... Um, made out of suede, stuff like that, and you don't really think about that either. Like, I have a backpack that I've used since my freshman or sophomore year of high school, so I've used it for about a decade now, and <laughs> I 
I didn't stop using it because I had it given to me as a gift and it came from overseas. It's been well loved and worn to where the original leather color is no longer visible. It's really faded and, and beautiful looking. It's brought me through <laughs> my major years of education and I love it. I can't think of parting with it. I can't stop using it. It, uh, just like my glasses, I wear glasses all the time and I collect those and I think of glasses as a part of, you know, um, defining me as a person. And when I think of me and my education, I think of that backpack as something that has been strong, durable, and has brought me through so many years of gaining knowledge and um, a wider perspective of life in general. And so that to me is really sentimental. So I didn't stop using it. And so actually when I would say that I'm vegan, someone actually pointed out, is that fake leather? And of course I said no. And, um, you know, that, that in itself brings some judgment, I suppose. Also, I learned that the vegan community is very judgmental. If you don't, if you're not the perfect vegan, if you don't, um, live in the wild and, and <laughs> live in a hippie van or something and, uh, you know, source all of your, <clears throat> all of your products yourself, then you're not doing it right. Or you're not, you know, advocating for a cruelty-free lifestyle. If you use up all of the products that you bought before you transitioned, you should throw that stuff away. Uh, or, you know, you're not, um, you know, you're not being vegan, you're not, you're not um, being vegan enough. And so there's a lot of shame that comes with it. And I talked about this in a previous podcast, but when I went on a cruise, I felt I needed to apologize afterwards because I wasn't vegan during that cruise experience because it was really hard and honestly I wouldn't have gotten all of the necessary dietary uh, supplements like um, you know B12 and vitamin C, vitamin whatever, uh, if I had just eaten potatoes and um, and what what else? And pizza that they didn't put cheese on. Like, I just, I couldn't live like that. I, I have to be able to enjoy my life to some extent. And so when I came back, I did a whole dedicated podcast on me apologizing for living my life. And so I realized that uh, the vegan community is so judgmental towards people who... Um, aren't vegan, people who um, maybe slipped up, people who are vegan, um, you know, only when it's convenient for them. And I don't, what I kind of 
<laughs> my gosh, my cats are playing. What I kind of had to tell myself was, I'm not doing this for other people. Dash. Hey. Stinker. <laughs> He's in a crinkle tube of emotion. <laughs> but I'm not doing this vegan thing for other people. I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it for animals. And as long as I can save one animal's life by doing it for however long, then, you know, that's that's a win in my book. I'm doing less harm, and that's what I wanted to do out of all of this. And, oh my gosh. And then another thing I kind of took away from this first, like, five months of doing this is um, cruelty-free products. Oh my gosh, Dash. Uh, Cruelty-free products don't mean that they're vegan. Uh, there can be beeswax in, <laughs> that makes me think like, mind your beeswax. But, <laughs> oh, wait, I'm such a child. But yeah, so cosmetic, oh my gosh, Dash. But uh, yeah, so, um, Beeswax can be in stuff, and that is not vegan. Obviously, says cruelty-free on the label doesn't mean that it's vegan. So I'm looking at you, Anastasia Beverly Hills and Wet n Wild. Just because your brand is supposedly cruelty-free doesn't mean that you don't have animal products in, or you know, animal-derived substances in your products. And to me, that's really shitty and kind of shady. So they have like beeswax and stuff and they have, uh, you know, certain red dyes and pigments and, you know, other crap that's from animals. So, you know, that's really hard too <laughs> to, to vet every single product you buy. I mean, gosh, it's one thing to even search for cruelty free. I mean, that's easy, but you know, to find out if a product is vegan, you have to hunt for it. You have to know all of your animal-derived ingredients, you know, before you can even shop for anything. And honestly, I don't have time for that all the time. I know that's really shitty, and, you know, that might make me a bad vegan, but I don't have time for that. I have my own life, you know? And... Um, it's just, it's very frustrating. So, you know, what I've taken away from all of this is I'm not doing this for anybody else besides the animals. And if someone wants to judge me for being a bad vegan or for not being vegan enough, I can just tell you to go suck it because it's hard, okay? I miss cheese. I miss, um, I miss cookies. Oh my gosh, I can't tell you how many times I had to say no to stuff that my friends baked me because it had milk in it. And, you know, not everyone thinks about that. And, you know, this is just me venting. And being vegan isn't, uh, you know, meant to make people holier than thou. And, you know, it's not meant to make people um, not care about things that they gave up. I still care. I still like foods. I just want foods that 
uh, have, you know, the same kind of taste, but don't have to harm animals in the process. I don't think that's too hard, but apparently in this day and age, in my current um, area where I live, it is still hard. So, yeah, I just wanted to, for my last podcast, at least of this series, to be me venting and me, you know, complaining about the last five months because I've been a really good person. I haven't tried to complain too much. I haven't, um, you know, made people think that the life, the lifestyle is hard, but it is. It is hard changing almost every aspect of your life. Uh, I know that I'm doing it for the animals and, you know, I'm better for it, but Gosh, you know, if we if we didn't use animals to begin with centuries ago, then I wouldn't be complaining right now. But it's because people didn't value the lives of animals, and I'm now complaining because I do value their lives. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, so I know that this is a rambling episode, and the last one, there's been crinkling sounds and um in this video of my cats playing and me choking on my own spit but oh my gosh this is my life and i hope that i showed y'all enough of my personality and you know my day-to-day -day, not day-to-day because -day, i did these kind of sporadically but um, you know, what's important in my life so that y'all can see that I, tr I try, I try because I think that everybody, no matter if they're, you know, big or small, human or, you know, bug, they deserve to live. They, they value their life as much as I do. So <laughs> that, that has been this episode and gosh, I hope that y'all enjoyed the crazy noises, my crazy venting, and all of the rants that I put y'all through. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, been, it's been an interesting discovery uh, making these podcasts. So, one last time, I'm Elle from Elle Vegan, and thanks for sticking around if you did. Bye.